This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, July 22nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Boosters in Minnesota next week for Farm Bill input. Tyson hit with $10.6 million in damages. Grain shipment pack to be linked in Istanbul. Bustos eyes upcoming travel as key to future crop insurance language. Illinois Democrat Sherry Bustos is hitting the road next week for a listening session that she says is going to be important as lawmakers gear up for the next farm bill. Bustos is headed to Minnesota on Monday for a listening session in the home district of Ag Committee Democrat Angie Craig. Even though Bustos is set to retire at the end of the current term, she says the process is still providing valuable input for her colleagues that will write the next farm bill. This is now my third farm bill that I've been involved with. And what I can tell you is, after we went from direct payments to robust crop insurance, what I hear from our growers and producers is don't mess with crop insurance, Busto says on this week's AgriPulse Newsmakers. This is something we have to make sure that we get in the right place. By the way, another listening session is scheduled for today in Representative Kim Schreier's Washington District. Delegate uh, Stacy Plaskett, the Virgin Islands Democrat who chairs the House Ag Biotechnology Horticulture and Research Subcommittee, will preside over the event. Bustos offers more thoughts on crop insurance and government funding in this week's Newsmakers at agripulse.com. Tyson hit with more than $10 million in damages in jury verdict. Tyson Foods' refusal to pay the agreed-upon price for natural cattle has resulted in a jury verdict of about $2.6 million for breach of contract and another $8 million in punitive damages, $3 million more than was sought by Zia Agricultural. The New Mexico cattle producer sued Tyson in 2020. The federal jury in Las Cruces, New Mexico, determined last week that Tyson breached its contract and made a fraudulent misrepresentation to Zia. U.S. District Judge Margaret Strickland has since issued a final judgment ordering Tyson to pay about $10.6 million in total damages. Tyson, which disputed Zia's claims at trial, declined to comment. Venable LLP attorney John Warden, who represented Zia in court with attorney Sarah Diamond, said he had spoken with Tyson's attorney who told him they are going to appeal on the grounds that the punitive damages were too much. They're not too much, Warden told AgriPulse. There's several New Mexico and Tenth Circuit cases where the ratio of damages to contract damages are much higher than ours. I don't think the Tenth Circuit is going to do anything. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Dairy Management Incorporated serves America's 34,000-plus dairy farmers and dairy importers by managing research and marketing programs aimed at promoting dairy consumption and protecting the good image of dairy farmers, dairy products, and the dairy industry. 
funded entirely by dairy farmers, DMI has distinguished itself as a strategic consultant and valuable resource to businesses and organizations in the food and beverage sector that seek to increase sales and raise their image through the innovative use of dairy and dairy ingredients. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Grain shipment agreement to be inked in Istanbul. A shipment agreement designed to free the millions of tons of grain sitting in Ukraine's Black Sea ports will be signed today in Istanbul, a spokesman for Turkish President Erdana said yesterday. The grain export agreement, critically important for global food security, will be signed under the auspices of President Erdana and UN Secretary General Gutierrez together with Ukrainian and Russian delegations. Ibram Kalin said he did not provide additional details. More than 20 million tons of grain are estimated to be blocked at Ukrainian ports. The UN said Gutierrez would be in Istanbul, quote, as a part of its efforts to ensure full global access to Ukraine's food products and Russian food and fertilizer. ADM, FBN, team up to roll out new sustainable ag tech platform to growers. ADM will make technology available to its 55,000 growers, allowing them to report on and demonstrate their adoption of regenerative ag practices such as cover crops and reduced tillage. The gradable platform from Farmers Business Network will enable farmers to identify areas where they can increase profitability of their operation, including measuring, reporting, and verification capabilities that will allow them to participate in regenerative agriculture programs and new markets for low-carbon grain, a press release from the companies said. ADM will, quote, have the infrastructure to account for and the programming opportunity to reduce scope three greenhouse gas emissions across their entire supply chain in North America, said Steele Lorenz, head of sustainable business at FBN. The gradable platform, quote, lays the groundwork for increased farmer participation in new sustainability markets by allowing them to seamlessly collect and calculate verifiable production data, including carbon scores, empowering them to monetize these downstream benefits in the market, FBN and ADM said. Senate committee OK's measure reversing Cottonwood decision. The Senate Energy and Natural Resources Committee has approved a bill to reverse the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals 2015 Cottonwood decision. It requires the Forest Service to review its forest management plans whenever a species is listed as threatened or endangered. Forest Service officials told Congress last year that because of the decision, over a 100 forest plans will take years and cost millions of dollars to carry out. The bill, introduced by Montana Republican Steve Daines, passed the committee 16 to 4. If it becomes law, the Forest Service would not have to conduct additional Endangered Species Act consultations once land management plans are approved. Last major Iowa poultry farm released from HPAI quarantine. The last commercial Iowa poultry farm under quarantine due to highly pathogenic avian influenza has now been released, the state's agriculture department announced yesterday. 
the Bremer County Turkey Farm was released after it passed through rounds of testing and quarantine requirements. While four backyard flock sites are still in quarantine, the lifting of all commercial farm restrictions marks a winding down of Iowa's current outbreak. HPAI has killed about 40 million birds in commercial and backyard flocks in 37 states, that according to the Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service. Iowa leads the pack with 13.4 million birds infected in that state alone. Energy Department allocates $96 million to electric vehicle alternative fuels research. The Energy Department is pouring $96 million into researching how to create cleaner non-road vehicles like tractors and construction equipment, as well as expanding current electric vehicle charging accessibility and improving current electric vehicle parts. The department announced yesterday it would begin accepting applications for projects that would help lower vehicle emissions, a key part of President Joe Biden's plan to achieve net zero economy by 2050. Achieving President Biden's climate goals will require expanding accessibility to electric vehicles for all drivers and modernizing vehicles that power the agriculture and construction industries, DOE Secretary Jennifer Grandholm said in a release. Well, that's Daybreak for this Friday, July 22nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.